I am the Casey Kasem. I keep my feet on the ground and reach for the stars, <laughs> Kirby. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted. I am your host, Bill Petrie, and with me as always, it wouldn't be Unscripted without him, the good time player man from Coshocton, Ohio, Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you today? Oh man, I'm doing well, and I always love it when I get like a, a professional upgrade to doctor. I feel, feel really good when you say that. So how are you? I am doing just swell, Kirby, just swell. And you know who else is doing swell? Who's that? That'd be our good friends at Common Skew. You know, one of the things we, we, we talk about Common Skew a lot, they're a signature sponsor of this platinum level broadcast. But one of the things I don't think we've talked about a lot in terms of Common Skew is their overall education ecosystem, mm-hmm. right? I mean, right. look, Common Skew has some great software, it makes it easy to run your business. But they also have some of the very best educational resources directed at the entrepreneurial class in our industry. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they know how to help people grow. Yeah. And, and why? It's because they've done it themselves. Now, Kirby, you have attended, I think, every SKUCon and, and SKU camp. Uh, what, what's been your biggest educational takeaway from one of those events? Boy, I'll be honest, it's hard to narrow it down to one. But what I love is that you get in those arenas. And by the way, I think it translates with their content, whether it's their, mm-hmm. their podcasts or their blogs or whatever, is what I love is they always make me think differently about my business, if that makes sense. Because like, I think so many times we get in the weeds of our own business and we're doing it the way we do it. And then you get in a room of people that you respect and you're excited by and find out that they're doing it a little differently. Um, and Because it's not just education, but it's also the community of education, if that makes sense. Because you've got people there who are are progressive and exciting and you go, oh, okay, so that's a different way of looking at it. And that's the I think that's the one common theme I always leave those events with. I, I would have to agree with you. It is that whole ecosystem of forward-thinking individuals who are looking to propel the industry forward. So it's more than just the software we talk about all the time. It's yep. that entire educational ecosystem. So you'd be foolish, folks, if you don't go to commonskew.com slash unscripted and give them a free trial. That's right. It doesn't cost you a dime. The price is right. The price is right. So go to commonskew.com slash unscripted and get your free trial today. Kirby, are you ready to to broadcast at an exceptionally high level today? <laughs> As always, I will do my best to keep up with you, brother. I've got a lot of energy today. I'm, yeah. I'm like hyped up for some reason. I had right. a really productive morning and I'm ready to go. And as always, Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage to do this podcast with me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Okay, so uh, do you want to go ahead and start or do you want me to go? Uh, Why don't you go ahead? I will go. Thank you, sir. So (laughs) Oklahoma, which is one of the 50 states here in the United States. It is, yes. Oklahoma, the governor, has placed a prohibition on the state spending on... You want to guess, Kirby? (laughs) Oh, man. Really? I didn't hear this yet. Yeah, they have put a prohibition on spending for promotional products through the fiscal year, which ends June 30th, 2018. They're thinking is that it could save Oklahoma, which is a cash-strapped state, up to $58 million annually 
if they eliminate the purchase of promotional products. So the question I ask of you, Kirby, if you had an audience with Mary Phelan, the governor of Oklahoma, how would you tell her, what would you tell her to sway her opinion to rescind that executive order? <laughs> you know, it's a, that is... Uh, I guess what I would say right away is just I'm disappointed, really. I, like, I, I feel like this is such lazy. We, you and I talk about this a lot, This yep. is where we talk about so low-hanging fruit, man. Yeah, it's low lazy opinions, fruit. lazy yep. opinions. And I feel like the, the idea – now, should they, as um, governmental agencies, look at every line item and be as fiscally responsible as possible? Of course they should. And is there um, likely – um, frivolous spending someplace in $58 million, maybe, mm-hmm. but okay. I, but the idea that these don't affect human behavior is absurd. And I think that study after study is showing that. And, you know, the thing that always frustrates me is the hypocrisy of the idea that they yep. use promotional products to get elected <laughs> because they, they, they matter and they mean something. And then they, essentially lambast an entire industry of folks again it's lazy that's just what it is it it is lazy and i I happen to agree with you Uh, you know they use promotional products whether it's bumper stickers hats t-shirts whatever it is signage to get elected and then very quickly it's it's easy to complain about oh they're wasting money on stress balls or whatever whatever the complaint is in oklahoma you know, I, I thought of Bobby Lehu, uh, who is the chief content officer of Common Skew, of saying that it really underscores the importance that as an industry, we need to focus on purpose, mm. not products. Yeah, no, it's a great point. And I, I, the, the one thing I would say is that there's so many studies out there that talk about how, and PPAI, I think, has done a really good job of arming us with information, um, always, really, for, for a long time, but certainly with the, um, the campaign that they're doing um, to promote the value of promotional products. But I think it, it's, it's incumbent upon all of us to continue uh, telling that story um, because... I, I assume that they're cutting out all radio spending. I assume they are because you can actually do a podcast. <laughs> you wouldn't have to do radio. You wouldn't have to do billboards. You wouldn't have to do like, you're not going to promote any ideas that you have as a government, right? Well, see, now you're applying <laughs> logic to a government and that's really a dumb thing to ever do. So yeah. don't, don't apply logic here. Uh, okay. It doesn't exist. Okay. Well, I, it, it, this kind of thing does, it, it frustrates me because it, it's just well, easy. It, it makes cheap headlines, and yeah. it makes a couple of people go, "Yeah, man, you make sure they don't spend money on them stress balls." Yeah. Um, but uh, as, as far as actually impacting the state of Oklahoma in a positive way, not going to happen. Hundred percent. All right. Go ahead, Kirby. I'm sure you've got a topic for me. Yeah. So I, actually, I was thinking about this, and you, I, I was thinking about all the times you thank me for having the courage, and this is one yes. that I think is interesting. So. You are doing education um, on uh, like Education Day Monday at PPAI. Yes, sir. As am I. Yes, sir. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess it depends on your point of view. We are slated for the for the uh, exact same time. So we are one thirty. So we'll be kind of uh, going back to back. And I thought, you know, it's one of those pieces where <laughs> we could. Um, kind of gently tap around the elephant in the room or we could address mm-hmm. it. And I thought 
I was thinking about your uh, session and I was thinking about my session. I think they're really different. And I thought it might be good for us to talk about those sessions so that people could intelligently choose which one to come to. Okay. Well, <laughs> so how do you want to do this? Because I am not prepared, but I will. Because it's unscripted. It is unscripted. So you, <laughs> you want me to just kind of briefly outline what yeah, my just, session's going to be about? Yeah, because here's my thought on this, Bill. Is yeah. I, I feel like that we have two totally different sessions. And so from 10,000 feet, 30 seconds, what's yours about? My topic, Kirby, and I'm so glad you've asked. My <laughs> topic is about re- the importance of removing friction from the transaction process. Right. That everybody, you know, at, when when it comes right down to it, all business is based on transactions, and the buyer is going to try to get the most value out of that transaction, and the seller is going to try to get the most value out of that transaction. But transactions are still the basis of everything, yep. and you need to remove friction from that process so that people make it easy for people to spend money with you yeah so um i will uh, provide people three to four things they can walk out of that room and implement immediately to make the buying process easier for their clients and their prospects and that to me really is where you start building that long-term loyalty when you make it easy for people to get what they want that's when the loyalty happens so kirby that's what my session is about kirby (laughs) what's your session about no it's it's a so and by the way guys i've seen bits and pieces i think you've evolved that uh presentation uh since i've last seen it but i i highly endorse people going and seeing it it's at 1 30 on monday right Yes, sir. I have no idea what room it's in, but yeah. the good people at PPAI will let you know. Yeah, but, for sure. Uh, yeah, I look forward to that. And so, so my session is, I think, totally different. I get the question all the time. You know, how do you get, you know, when do you sleep and how do you get as much done as you get done? And so my entire session is really about getting more shit done. And mm-hmm. I dig into the, you know, the 50 books I read each year and the science behind productivity, uh, not only the things that I've read, the things I've learned, the things that work for me, um, very specific tactics on being more productive and getting more done. And, you know, then I'll, I'll also share what I struggle with, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some things that I know I should do better. Um, and um, so that's really that's and I'll give very specific examples and tactics that you can leave the room and try and um, implement right away way to get more done in your business day. So that's what mine's about. I like that. You know, I, I'm, and we, we did talk th- about this a little bit off air when mm-hmm. we realized, uh, I think about a month or two ago, mm-hmm. when we realized that we were going to be speaking at the same time, I, I was really disappointed. I can't go into yours and uh, heckle you, quite frankly. <laughs> no, but in all, <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I'm bummed I can't go see you and, and support you. And uh, But same. that's just the way it is. So yep. yeah, I think there's some, you know, and here's the thing. Neither one of those may appeal to some people. Right. And, and the key is one of the great things about Expo, and I do believe this, is education available there. Whether I'm doing it, you're doing it, whomever's doing it. I know there's a ton of Promo Kitchen chefs who will speak out there, I'm sure. Yes. Dale Denham and John Norris and uh, Danny Rosen and uh, Bobby Lahue and, and Mark Graham, I'm sure, and Charity Gibson. I'm sure a bunch of people are speaking out there from Promo Kitchen, but take even them out of it. There are so many good people that speak out there, uh, whether it's David Blaze or whomever. There's something for everybody. So take invest in yourself. Take yeah. 20 minutes. Take 20 minutes. Go on the PPAI Expo website and look at what education is available and what you can make time for because that 50 minutes or hour investment could really change your business for the better 
in 2018. And if you don't do that, don't come around right at the, this time next year and start moaning and complaining about how I'm not growing. Yeah. I don't know how to get new customers. I don't know how to create long-term relationships. I don't want to hear it. Right. If you aren't willing to invest in yourself, find another job. That's right, Kirby. <laughs> find another job. <laughs> You're right. You do have plenty of energy today. I love Man, it. I, all right. Are you ready? I'm ready. There we go. All right. So I don't know if you are aware of this. I'm sure you are. But uh, last week, a few more acquisitions took place. Uh, yeah, I saw some headlines come across. So the big ones that, uh, well, one is an acquisition. One is more of a strategic partnership. But Bamco acquired Tangerine Promotions, which a little, a little close to me because I used to work with Steve Friedman way back in my Halo days. Yeah. Steve Friedman runs Tangerine um, and has sold to Bamco, and Steve and his team is going to stay on. Um, but that, that struck me as a big one. And then uh, Rumi Brand Suite is getting out of uh, – they're, they're not going to have their own sales force anymore. They're formed a strategic partnership with Gemline. I may have the details on this a little foggy, but the general thing is – they are have they're, all their products are going to be available through Gemline, hmm. and uh, Rumi is going to retain their focus on retail. Interesting. So, wanted to get your thoughts on both of those. There might not be much of a thought on the Bamco thing acquiring uh, Tangerine. That's that's kind of part and parcel of how the industry works these days. But what about Rumi getting out of? the promo space where they have been very innovative in the yeah. bag area in, in terms of styles and prints. Getting out of the promo space and focusing on retail, but they're going to have, I don't know if it's a selection of their products or all their products available through Gemline. What is your thought on that? I think, you know, it's funny. I, I, I guess my initial thought, and I'll be honest with you, I'm probably hearing this one for the first time right this second. Um, so I, I just give you my gut feeling. I guess my first gut feeling is that I'm a little bit disappointed, a little bit bummed. Mm -hmm. um, and, and gosh, maybe this is awesome for everybody and that it, and I don't mean it in any bad way it's just I feel like Rumi was um pushing the envelope on some things mm -hmm. and I think companies like Rumi companies like Oreg Audio those kind of companies are a breath of fresh air and candidly we didn't I, I personally we didn't do a lot of business with uh, Rumi so maybe it's your fault yeah it's really my fault uh but but I, I just admired what they were doing from the outside. Now, maybe, and I know Gemline can be super creative as well. So uh, maybe that allows them the uh, financial stability so that they can continue to do that. Um, I don't and, know. And like I said, it's increase it, their distribution. Like, like, well, it's probably will increase their distribution. I had the same thought you were. I was a little bummed because I've always looked at them as a forward thinking company and innovative. Mm -hmm. And not that Gemline isn't that and can't continue that with Rumi. It's just usually when there's a partnership like this, it, it, the innovation just generally doesn't go along with it. I hope to be wrong. Yeah. I, I, you know, Jonathan Isaacson runs a great company at yes. Gemline, so I'm not trying to disparage them at all. It's just you know you, you're trying to fit a a rhombus into kind of a square now, <laughs> and 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 I don't mean that in a bad way. You know, Gemline runs a damn good business. So, well, and I think part of it is that you know when I think of companies like that part of what makes them you be innovative is that you're small and you're you, you, you know it's I, I identify with that because I think right. you know we're a small distributorship and so we have to be creative right. you know, it's sort of the same thing on the brewery side I mean we're doing right. things in a small way so we have to think differently um, when you have the financial backing sometimes you don't have to um, and good for you that you don't but Absolutely. it does change the mindset Absolutely. all right Kirby you got one more topic before we launch into a rousing round 
I'll fill in the blank. Yeah. So, um, you know me, I'm a big goals guy. Um, I do. and so this is the time of year that I really spend a lot of time. I actually was, I went for a run yesterday. Um, and, um, then after I got home, my mind was still racing. So I went for another walk, uh, just to think through goals for next year, but also five years down the road, that sort of thing. Um, and so one of the things that I have kind of come to know is that I feel like people with goals fall into two, one of two categories. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're either, Hey, I'm going to shoot for the, you know, I'm gonna reach for the stars, you know, or whatever. And, uh, if it's too big a goal and I only make it part way there, that's okay because I've made it further than I would have right. that kind of mindset or, Hey, I don't want to set too big a goal cause I'll get disappointed. So I set a littler goal and then build upon that. Mm-hmm. Which are you generally speaking. I am the Casey Case, so I keep my feet on the ground and reach for the stars, <laughs> Kirby. Wow. You know, we've been doing this a long time, and this is the first time you get to work that in. It, it is, and I'm actually not going to lie. I'm pretty happy I did. So, no, I, I like to set uh, goals that are, I don't want to say difficult to change, obtain, but they're definitely a stretch. I think when you set a goal that you know you're going to achieve – I, what's the point? Mm. At least for me, I don't know what the yeah. point is. Um, you know, if I set a goal of I want to maintain my sales in 2018, what's the point? Yeah. Even if I, if it's something like I want to grow three percent, no, I want to grow by double digits every year. And if I don't, that's a failure. And if and if if I fail one year, how am I going to rectify it the following year? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. To me, it's reach for things that. What's the old adage? Uh, a goal should. Uh, scare you a little and excite you a lot. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of agree on that. I'm a, like, I'm the kind of person who thinks in bigger goals, but I, like, again, I have a person on my sales team who's kind of the opposite because he, Mm -hmm. he literally will get freaked out if he, if he feels like there's no way that he can accomplish it. So I, I, I think it's the key is being self-aware. Like for me, I'd rather, because I think it makes me think about things differently. If I'm like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I want to double my business. Well, in reality, I can't get there from here. I have to change what the way I'm thinking. And I like that. Um, but I think that, you know, John Acuff has a book called finish and he actually recommends cutting your goal in half because then you build upon that. So I I think the the key right now is to be a self-aware yeah, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to do yeah. it. I just know what's right or wrong for me. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So when I say what's the point, I just know for me what the point would be or wouldn't be. Yeah. And and the little goals just don't just do not do it. So. Love it. All right, Kirby, let's launch into fill in the blank. And for the last time, I'm sorry to say we are sponsored by the good people at Aim Smart EQP. Yes. Kirby, would you like to earn a little bit more money on your sales that you're already making? Of course you would. You don't even have to answer the question. <laughs> well, if you join AIM Smart EQP community today, you're going to get end quantity pricing from more than 100 of the industry's top suppliers. You're going to get quality connections with many of the brightest minds in the industry and cutting-edge training to help you grow your sales and profits fast. And look, here's the deal. Not everyone's qualified to join. They're looking for smart, focused, independent distributors doing a good, reasonable volume of sales. Because if you are, this is a total no-brainer. Go to smarteqp.com, and when you register, enter unscripted in the box that said who referred you to AIM Smart EQP, and you're going to get online access immediately to the complete top secrets of promotional product sales training program, a $257 by the good, good time player man, David Blaze, and you're going to get that absolutely free. So go now to smarteqp.com. Love it. All right, Kirby, I'm going to go ahead and start today. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, 
Ohio State being left out of the college football playoffs <laughs> leaves you feeling. I hate you. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. No, you know, I, I would say I, I'm disappointed, obviously, because I'm a unabashed Ohio State fan. But at the end of the day, we can't lose 55 to 21 to Iowa. The That's end. Correct. That's <laughs> like, correct. That, like yep. I think all of the 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 happenstance and all the frustration of Ohio State fans, there's there's legitimacy to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Iowa or um, Alabama's schedule is as soft as a soft serve ice cream, but they not. That's not true, sir. It, it's it's. I know it's they weaker. Play, I know they played Mercer. But you try to survive in the SEC West, and to their credit, they schedule Florida State. Now, yeah, it was a down down year for Florida State. Yep. When they scheduled they, that, that was they a, that scheduled was a good that. Schedule. That's a yep. good schedule. So I, I, I think they're I think they're trying to rectify that. But every every team, including Ohio State, has a Mercer on the schedule. So yeah, but, I'd say, but again, I think it's about if we're going to dig into the weeds of it, it's about quality wins. And so I think mm-hmm. that's the argument Ohio State has. I disagree with their argument, just so we're yeah. clear. Okay, but I think. My actually, my take on this, which I think is interesting, is that um, when asked about this, Urban Meyer said, "Well, we've got these quality wins, and we've got this, and we've got this." And when when um, Nick Saban was asked about it, he said, "If we'd have lost by 31 in conference, we wouldn't even talk about this." And here's my here's my thought about this. I think it's interesting that Urban Meyer talked about his team, and Nick Saban talked about Urban Meyer's team. Well, Nick Saban, <laughs> we could have a whole conversation yeah. about Nick Saban, yep. and I'm not willing to have that right now. So, okay. Kirby, your turn. Fill in the blank. Um, we talk a lot about books, so I want to change it a little bit. Your favorite magazine to read is? Food and Wine. Nice. Okay. I love Food and Wine. It's absolutely my favorite magazine. I love to cook, and I enjoy a good glass of wine on occasion. And so I, I love to read that. I love it when I'm traveling to read that. I always get an, a, a recipe idea or I get to read about somewhere I've never been and the food they have there. So absolutely Food and Wine magazine. I love that. That's a good one. All right. People getting all worked up about Starbucks holiday cups is... <laughs> It's a great reason why Oklahoma outlawing uh, promotional merchandise is bullshit. Uh, <laughs> like, if you want to tie this entire thing back together, this sort of thing matters to people. Um, doesn't matter to me personally, the Starbucks cups, but the idea that this is something that people rally around, they get excited about. And at the end of the day, I think a lot of people are looking for reasons to be excited with their life. And so, hey, good for them. All right. There you go. So, um, so forget driving it, okay? But this mm-hmm. is you know this is a branding and marketing podcast. So, mm-hmm. what's your your favorite brand of car is? I'll go with I'll go with Nissan. Hmm, okay, I'll go with Nissan and the entire suite of Nissan products, including Infinity. You know what? No, I'm changing my mind. Okay. I'm gonna go Toyota. I'm gonna go Toyota. Uh, I don't own a Toyota. I've never owned a Toyota, but I, I think as a company, they represent a lot of really cool and good things. So I love what they stand for in terms of the way they give back to their communities. Hmm, okay. Um, being from Dallas and, and Toyota's relocated their their North American, their global headquarters, actually, and their it may be North America, but they're North American headquarters in North Dallas. The way they've really uh, energized that whole community has been inspiring, to say the least. And they make a really nice product. I yeah. mean, there's you, you can't go wrong with 
Japanese automobiles. I'm sorry, people who love American-made cars. I grew up in a time where American-made cars were crap, and they lasted <laughs> sixty thousand miles. You know, we have, uh, you know, so yeah, I, I'm going to say Toyota. Okay, Toyota. I like it. I like it. All right, Kirby. When Amy tells you you have to take family pictures, what do you think? <laughs> I think that um, I, I actually don't mind taking pictures. Uh, I, it means that both of my girls are going to get all dressed up, and uh, I guess all three of the girls. Um, what I always think is funny is that um, when I see really good pictures and people are like, oh my gosh, that's a great picture. Um, I always think of, yeah, right before that, Skylar mm-hmm. was just yelling at Jade, and <laughs> then they're like, Three, two, one, and they all, everybody puts on their smile. Um, I just, I always think yep. it's interesting to think of the stories behind the the smiles. My girls have learned at a really young age how to turn that on for five seconds and then, right. then move on with their life. So I always think it, it makes me think of the funny stories of them bitching at each other right before the picture. Yeah, I've learned when my wife tells me, oh, it doesn't matter what you wear. Oh, Trust me, it, it completely matters <laughs> it what totally you wear. Matters. Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead, Kirby. Um, Okay, so here's one to make you think, right? Like Uh-oh. we talk about movies that we like, all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. A movie that you used to like that has not aged well is? Blade Runner. All right. Blade Runner. I used to love that as a kid, and it has not aged well at all, in yeah. my opinion. it's. I mean, the plot's still good, but it just reeks of the 80s. <laughs> it just, it just, yeah. yeah to me, good... it's, yeah. That's that's it for me. Cool. So I've got I, I got a movie question for you. Okay. The movie you can't wait to see this holiday season is. Mm. I, normally, I would say Elf, because well, it know, doesn't have to be a holiday movie. It no. could be a new movie. Yeah. No. The, oh. Okay. I see what you're saying. Because yeah. usually it's Elf, but I've already seen it. Uh, yeah. So the movie that I can't wait to see this holiday season. Now I, I tell you what, I haven't seen it yet. It's out already. Is the Justice League. Okay. I'd actually, I'd actually really like to see that. Uh, if anybody who's listening has seen that and wants to give me a review, I'd love to hear it. Nice, nice. Okay. All right, you got one more. I do have one more. Um, okay. Your favorite location to vacation is? Hmm. I'm gonna say San Francisco. Oh, okay. San Francisco is a really great city. I, I enjoy the proximity to Napa Valley. Mm-hmm. I enjoy all the things at Fisherman's Wharf. It's a great city for dining, which I love to do when I travel. So that's if it's just me and, and Sandy. If it's with the kids, I'll pick a generic beach, even though I don't love the beach. Mm, okay. uh, the family does. So yeah. I'll pick generic beach. I think right these days we go to the Redneck Riviera, which is the... Uh, Alabama coast. So. Now, do they have sushi grade tuna? They do not have sushi grade <laughs> tuna, sir. <laughs> Just for those who haven't read Bill's most recent blog post, it's totally worth reading because the uh, I don't know what that means. It means I'll have the grilled chicken. I can yeah, so we, hear you saying that. Yeah. <laughs> you is the tuna sushi grade? I don't know what that means. It means I'm going to have the grilled chicken is exactly what that means. Well, Kirby, as always, I want to thank you for having the courage to do this podcast mystery. I also want to thank the good people at CommonSkew for their continued sponsorship and support of this platinum-level broadcast. Yes. A platinum-level company sponsoring a platinum-level broadcast and two nickel-plated hosts. Can't go wrong there. For sure. So if you haven't had an opportunity to, and we all know that you do, it's December. You're kind of doing your last-minute orders and you're mailing it in. 
Go to commonskew.com slash unscripted. You won't be sorry you did. Get that free trial. Find out how that company can change your distributor life. Kirby, I hope you have a great rest of the day, and we'll talk to you soon. See you, bud. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.